through bite-sized epic reworks of Edward Grieg, George Friedrich Handel, Richard Wagner, and many more, the Ostrogothic Fantasy Orchestra has released a new album, Watch the Vatican, which is available now. Watch the Vatican includes 13 drummed-up tracks and will introduce the world of classical music to both young and old. Music is a great way to awaken sleeping souls and raise anyone's vibration to the next level. So head over to gothokestra.com to listen now. If you like what you hear, consider purchasing a digital copy of the album on Bandcamp. That's gothokestra.com. G-O-T-H-O-C-H-E-S-T-R-A dot com. And keep in mind, the monogram of the nine is with us all the way. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guests are Daniel Brewer and Jennifer Gregerson. First, I have a couple of announcements. Check out our website, ForbiddenKnowledge.news, also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. That's where you find some of your favorite podcasts from our community, like Raised by Giants, Day Zero, Understanding Propaganda, and more to come soon. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Rockfin is where you get our premium content. You also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. Just go to rockfin.com slash FKN plus or click the link in the description. That is R-O-K-F-I-N dot com slash FKN plus. If you would like to help with a donation for the documentary production, you can go to supportfkn.com or we have a PayPal link right in the description. Anything is greatly appreciated, guys. Today I want to welcome Daniel Brewer and Jennifer Gregerson. Daniel is host and creator of Night Talks Radio, which focuses on a multitude of things from the paranormal and UFO sightings and stories to spiritual tales and incredible true events. Jennifer Gregerson is co-host of Night Talks Radio. She found her calling and true self in late night radio broadcasting based on the paranormal and a multitude of other related subjects and topics. Daniel, Jennifer, welcome. How you doing? Hey, pretty good. good. We're doing pretty good today. Yeah, well, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you on. I love what you guys are doing with the show. You cover much of the same high strangeness that we do here, and you guys are growing quickly. Uh, yeah. I love talking with all the other wonderful wonderful hosts that have emerged in the past few years that aren't afraid to speak their truth and explore paths less traveled by most, really. Uh, now, this is your first time on, both of you. Let's hear a little bit about each of you and what brought you to start the show. 
Okay. Uh, All right, Daniel, you, you go first. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, I've had this idea since uh, 2017, and I originally made it uh, more of a, a Facebook thing, you know, like a blog sort of deal, uh, writing on topics and, you know, just commenting and things like that. And then uh, early last year, I decided to take a stab at doing audio. So podcasts, whatever have you. Um, I actually uh, got an opportunity with a uh, radio station uh, out of the uh, uh, Pacific Northwest. And I did uh, news, alternative news for that station. So uh, it kind of ramped me up to kind of do my <laughs> own thing, you know. So um, after being a big fan of Art Bell for such a long time, listening to his stuff, uh, listening to shows like you, for example, uh, you know, I, I decided to go for that because that's something that's, uh, you know, completely interesting to me, uh, you know, just a wide range of topics. And uh, it turns out that, that people like it. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> there's something about us, I guess, that's a little different. Um, you know, and of course, we have a sister show, uh, NTR Daily, yep. uh, which is more of a, a laid back sort of uh, update news uh, sort of show broadcast. And then um, my astronomical insights. Absolutely, you yeah. have your astronomical insights where she does uh, astronomical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then she also has a another show where she uh, explains uh, how her life went essentially growing up. Yes, um, I actually I didn't have the greatest life growing up and stuff, and I did it mainly for people out there that uh, maybe might be going through the same thing I'm going through or did go through the same thing. I'm just letting them know someone else out there to listen to them and they're not alone. Experience the same thing, yep, really. Exactly. Yeah. Right so just a multitude of things that we try to touch on. There's That's nothing great. off off base. Right on, man. And Jennifer, I understand you've had some uh, unexplained experiences as well? I have. I've had a lot of unexplained experiences. Ever since I was uh, younger, I had uh, paranormal experiences. I had a little girl that lived in my bedroom. And uh, yeah, but see, the thing is, I didn't see her. Um, when I actually saw her was when I moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I met, um, I was with someone at the time. And uh, what happened is at night, it was like four o'clock in the morning, actually, I should say, we hear like footsteps and stuff coming from our attic. And we went upstairs there and he brought in the Ouija board, which I don't believe in at all. But I guess when we did the Ouija board. That wasn't me, um, that was your ex. Yeah, my ex, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And um, we did the Ouija board and it contacted something from my past where it was um, almost like an old ancestor or whatever. Um, it said he was from uh, the German era. Um, he got uh, World War Two, uh, I believe it was, where he got uh, ran over by a German tanker. And I had a cousin Oops. in... in um, far, you know, past of our ancestry that got ran over by a German tanker. And they said they were there to give me the gift to see. And I was like, the gift to see, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I'm there to give you the gift to see and your daughter will use it someday too. And that was my daughter, Aurora, not McKinsey, but Aurora. And so at night, um, I would hear scratching and noises coming from her bedroom and I would go in there and I literally was able to, this is the first time I was able to see, I saw claw prints on top of the ceiling. 
and she was just staring up, looking at it, giggling. Like to to add wow. just a little bit to that, <laughs> I, I know it's you know it's a long yeah. uh, process of explaining the whole situation, but I, to 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 make it on my part, you mm-hmm. know, I've witnessed some of this stuff, and it's extremely spooky, and I cannot explain it to save my life. I have witnessed it, <laughs> uh, so everything that she does say, okay is true <laughs> so mm. i want to keep i want to i want to put that out there that it is unexplainable i can't explain what she's so, uh, so then from on, then on i was able to feel the entities around me my um hair would stand up on my arm and stuff i would feel almost like a breeze when they came by i had um in every single picture i was taking you know, people were taking of me there were rainbow orbs all around me um so the thing that got me the most is when I was in my car accident in 2013 and um, I had an NG tube that was down my throat because I was bleeding internally and stuff like that and had a lot of fluid going on and I was pregnant at the time um, and it didn't feel right. There was something wrong and everything and Rachel had come to me and this was the girl, the little girl that had been at the house. She come to me and told me that, you know, there's something going on. You need to remove that or you you're not going to survive. I mean, it's choking you. And so I removed it and it was literally a kink like a garden hose in it. That's crazy. crazy. And then then since then, she's uh, come to me in her in my dreams, too, where she asked me to um, help her find her brother was buried underneath the oak tree at my parents house now here's the spooky thing about that is uh <laughs> that wasn't spooky enough no well here's okay. more spooky stuff okay so um what happened is my parents were lifting up their foundation to put a small little basement slab underneath and the backhoe backed right into the oak tree and after that cupboards started flying open silverware started flying out of the drawers it was just, it was nuts. It was like we had disturbed the dead. So I told my mom, I said, whatever you do, I said, do not cut down that oak tree. I said, you can cut it to a stub. That's fine. But do not cut it down and get rid of it because I believe there is something underneath there. Wow. That is pretty crazy, man. So do you still to this day kind of have some experiences that linger around? I do. I do have some experiences linger around. I've been told by a lot of uh, psychics, a lot of people that yeah. um, study yeah, this yeah, kind of man. stuff that uh, they are with me. There's two. There's the girl and then there's a, a guy that's with me. And then, um, you know, I was that car accident in 2013 was not the only car accident I had. I had one in 1997, too. And um, everything was busted in my car except for an angel pin. They'd used Jaws of Life to get me out, um, and I survived that. And with the car accident back in 2013, there were nine that same day, and there were only um, one survivor out of that, and that was me. The rest had passed on. Like, it, it, it's insane how many yeah. people uh, that we may have uh, as guests or talking to as potential guests and things like that that have said that she has something about her uh even as detailed as you know things that these people wouldn't even know yeah it just blows my mind right right i found out that um by one of the guests that we had on that i have a gypsy background 
And I'm yeah. also um, what they call um, a light worker. Um, I've had my uh, numerology report done, and it's just astonishing what they came yeah, up I mean, with. Spot it's on. crazy Absolutely how they can spot come on. up with something like that. And then, I mean, that's not the only encounter. I mean, we had an encounter uh, back in, what was it, 2016? Yeah, yeah, one of the years. 2016, when we went to uh, Kentucky for Daniel's uh, uh, interview with uh, the railroad, and we had to stay overnight, and the only hotel that was available was in Ohio. And I'm the kind of person that talks to everyone and stuff like that. So I was telling them a little bit about our, our life story, basically, and that we, you know, we're short on funds. We didn't know how we were going to get back home type thing. Yeah, it the was girl, a bad situation. The girl behind me uh, paid for everything because I was nickel and diamond, you know. So she paid for everything at the store. And then she gave me $50 and she said, now this will get Solid you back love. home. And she said, now don't worry about paying me back. Just pay it forward. And then I got, I gave her my number and she had well, my for, phone don't, number. Don't forget the part where she walked directly to me and looked me in the eyes. Yeah, that, that was, after, was after, like... after I gave her my phone number, I went out to the car. He came or she came back out and she said, well, hold on one second. She came over to the uh, passenger side and she looked at Daniel and he says, Daniel said she, it was like she was looking right through him. It, it I mean, felt right like uh, somebody had laser beams going right through me when she told me uh, oh, wow. uh, to essentially make things right. Make and, things right and take care and, of her. And take care of her and uh, do what you need to do. And I, I remember specifically, I was, you know, I wasn't paying any attention and I just got a track in the turn in my head. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I needed to. And there she was and she was saying that and she was like talking right through me, man. Yeah. And it was really, really, it, it, it opened my eyes to whatever was happening. And then she started on telling me about the situation in the store. So, yeah. And, right. and her name was, her name was Amber. And like I said, she had my contact information, but she did not have Daniel's. Didn't have mine. Nothing of mine. So that night when we got back to the hotel, I was like, oh, I got to message uh, Amber and thank her again, you know, once again and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, Daniel's phone starts ringing, and this is what comes on. Yeah, show, sure. show the pictures first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody can see that. You got that? Yeah. Yeah, we got These it. These are all text messages from Amber. Yeah, if you notice, I mean, there's some when we got home as well, but there the pictures that came through on the phone was just unbelievable. It came from a four three four three number. Let's show you. Um, and we'll show you the other pictures. And here. what were some of the messages there? I didn't get to really read them all. But oh, what, let's what, what was the gist up. of it? Let's back up. There we go. There we go. Yeah, Can just tell us a little bit about the, what they're saying. Let's there. see. We'll make one bigger. It. Yeah, I try not to. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, you're coming home down September 10th. I, you know, I did. And then we have 5555 again. Amber knows. Yeah. Then Fileski, which was, uh, uh, okay, that's one of my friends. This is the call list. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. So, you know, these are supposed to be titles of uh, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you, okay? So, um, yeah. so these are the titles. So let's go back. Going to the next one here. Go to the next one. Okay, right here we got you love, learn, listen, Daniel, and <laughs> yes. which I wasn't I a little bit. Of that wow. That yet loves you, unlike the mother who hates you. Trust and believe her. You are one. Now this is this is crazy. I've I've had yeah, people. I mean, this is. Amazing. I've had people very close to me uh, had very similar things come through on their phone, uh, cryptic messages that are 
coming from numbers that don't really exist or don't make sense. Mm -hmm. So I've seen this before. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, and and then the pictures that came through, you know. Here's here's another one that, you know. Oh, when my kids are in trouble, yeah. Kids not. are in trouble, and they were essentially. Yeah, they were in trouble. My was... pa- my parents were trying to get me for uh, child neglect because, or ch- child abandonment, excuse me, because you, we were stuck, you, you know, in uh, Ohio yeah, for a while. You <laughs> know, that story stuff. A little so, uh, so what happened is that my my parents, um, they, you know, like I said, me and my mom don't get along or anything. So she find every anything little possible and stuff, and she didn't like it that Daniel stuck up to me. Or stuck up for it was me really one the only day, one you know, that ever stood mom, up for her. Yeah. When my mom got in my face and looked like she was going to hit me, honestly, uh, she was pretty mad. He told her to get out of our house. And then um, ever since then, she kind of, you know, didn't have very good about Daniel or me and how I was raising my kids and everything. So it was just a way for her to try and, you know, take control, basically. Essentially, essentially, what, what, they, what Amber was saying is that the kids are in trouble because uh, that's what your mom was planning. Yeah, my mom know? was planning so, to take them it, away, it, so they were in trouble for that. So I had to go you know, get them. She was yep. letting you know, or whatever have you. Yeah. Most of the messages was were letting us them, know future so. events, it seems. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. And honestly, that's honestly what happened, too. My mom did end up taking my two yeah, younger like kids away. Um, I had a stroke. Um, after um, 2016, I had a stroke. And uh, my mom a basically, mini stroke. yeah, it was a, it was a mini stroke. It was an isometric stroke, and that's just a mini stroke, basically. But um, my mom basically used that against me and said that you know I wasn't able to take care of the kids and kind of took the kids away that way. So I mean, what she was saying actually came true. Like, what was it? Two years later. Yeah, well, multiple years later. I mean, yeah. she told about the railroad. She told about that. Yeah, and then uh, the- it was just like I said. The the whole gist of it is that. Uh, she was able to communicate with me, which I had nothing to do with the situation. And she was calling out key things that I could uh, associate with and Jennifer could associate with. And, you know, obviously at the time I thought it was some sort of joke or maybe Jennifer was playing a game on me or something like that. Uh, but then to come to the realization that, that you know, whoever was doing this um, literally knew about stuff that they shouldn't know. And yeah. they, you know, as the years went on, they literally called things that were and had happened so yeah, yeah. uh very strange very yeah. strange that's just and, one and, and aspect. she only contacts us when we're like in really need trouble. of uh, trouble changing changing our life somehow you know we fall off our path or something or we're in trouble yeah then she'll contact us it's really strange but the pictures that came through on the phone was yeah the pictures you know let me uh, try to get to that here amazing i mean you can definitely see that there was and some. You think kind that of, this is the same spirit that you've been interacting with for a long time? No, no, this is a different one because okay. uh, the spirit I've been interacting with for a long time. She's a little girl, and I want to say she's back in the um, what was it, 17th century or something like Brown that. Out. She she has a long white gown on with the frillies around the neck and then they had the frillies around the arms and stuff like that and she's probably about maybe six or seven years old and the interesting thing about that is um back in uh i I can't remember the exact date but there was a fire on the um tracks and this was when the railroad was going through saint Hilaire, going to thief river and it was on its way to canada 
Well, there was a lot of people that burned up on that railroad, you know, and stuff and on that train and fell into the river. And um, ever since then, you know, there's been paranormal all over. A lot of paranormal activity in this region in general. So I think she kind of found her way to the house and just kind of settled there. Mm. Now, as far as the messages on the phone, you think this is some sort of like spirit guide? Um, I think it's my guardian angel. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think it's her guardian angel. Um, you know, writing things on my devices, though. <laughs> you know, which, you know, I'm I'm into paranormal stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love talking about it. I mean, I started a show about it, and you know, UFOs, UAPs, whatever, daily news. Um, but that stuff really freaks me out. <laughs> so yeah, you man. know, she she tends to to you know uh, look at that stuff. Um, but I'm still baffled at the the whole. How did you even you know know to text me? Who were you? You know, it just. I I think it's really neat because I've been collecting angels since I was 13 years old. And I've got a whole bunch of angels and I feel safe around angels. And what I found myself when I was younger, when my mom was not being so nice to me, I found myself actually looking in magazines. I had angels. I was also, I didn't understand the Bible, you know, how they put it in terms and everything in the Bible. So I loved poems. So I introduced myself to the book of poems, Psalms. And I read those every time I had a hard time with my mom that night. I would go lock myself in the bedroom and I would read. Right. Wow. Now, um, while we're kind of in the paranormal realms, I know you guys cover a lot that has to do with ufology and extraterrestrials. Um, since you first started looking into all this stuff and doing the show, have has your um, has your thoughts or ideas of what extraterrestrials are shifted any and do you see Uh any profound connections to some of the paranormal um occurrences that you've had that could possibly be a link to something extraterrestrial well you you know what it's a funny (laughs) thing you asked that because i've been a contactee too she's been been a contactee um (laughs) you know as far as as me uh i've had multiple changes uh in my thought process regarding uh, UFOs and UAPs. Um, as a matter of fact, just the past six months alone, I've had uh, a multitude of changes in how I think uh, uh, UFOs or UAPs are coming to our planet mm-hmm. uh, and things like that, and, and their motives. So, um, yes, indeed, there's a lot that has changed being in this industry, talking to people uh, like we are today, and uh, you know, putting all that knowledge into a ball and, and, and looking at it and, and starting to understand things. You know, yeah. but yeah. yeah, she's been a contactee. She, I believe that she's contacted in her dreams yeah. by mm-hmm. UFOs or extraterrestrials or interdimensional people. I can't explain it. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so the strange thing about that is, uh, I have been contacted multiple times from different people. Uh, the first time it was, I call them the blues because they're, they're almost human like us. And they have blue eyes, but they're in these blue suits, like almost like a, a swimming suit, you know, like when they're going scuba diving, you know, those kind of suits, you know, like real, a blue man tight group? ones kind of suits. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Or, or maybe like a Star Trek suit or something like that. But okay. it's all in uh, blue and their skin is not blue. It's, you know, they're human like us is what it looks like, you know, and stuff. That's the strange thing. But I have um, 
they, they have told me that I need to create a device. This is, this is insane. And this device needs to be made with a quantum physics computer. And what it's going to do is it's going to be generated like either the atoms and the protons or whatever that gets the negative and positive charge that's going to spin around that's going to get it started okay because obviously we can't have any um gas or anything like that up in space you know so we're going to do that and then what's going to happen is it, it's called the rosebud effect it's going to open up like a rose you know and it's going to shoot out um this is what i wake up to shoot out radio These stories it's radio amazing. waves to every planet and what you're doing is you're contacting the aliens that are living on that planet. And what's going to happen is they're going to send us a signal back again. It's a message, but with the quantum physics computer, it's going to go right in there. And instead of having to decipher it, it's already going to be deciphered what they're saying. Like basically what I have just to don't do make this up. is <laughs> I have to, I have to make this device by 2025. Um, in order for them to come and show us technology that is going to save the world. Wow. Well, uh, do you have you any know? ideas how you're going to get started with that? <laughs> you know, I have, I have reached out uh, to a friend of mine, and she has given me uh, someone at NASA that I'm supposed to uh, reach out to. But it's Did you have it's somebody like, from NASA contact you? Yeah. It's, via LinkedIn? It's, it's almost like a, a NASA... Um, application in a way or something that you have to fill out in order to I like, have to get your, a look at it yet but I just project, like looked at even so she gave me that information and stuff and and yeah I mean I had uh, a NASA um scientist uh contact me on uh, LinkedIn <laughs> yeah, and I NASA's asked him radar. I asked him if he was going to uh could come on the show and stuff and he said well because he is so much involved with NASA he has to get approval he first get approval. before he can yeah. come on the show. Hmm. So you have um, a scientific knowledge or, or um, maybe engineering or something like that? I have no she, knowledge in this stuff at all. It just came to me no in, my, in my dream, you know. And I've had other dreams where there's these uh, silver balls that are coming down to Earth. It's like a sphere. But it's got three little holes in it, like almost, almost like a bowling ball, okay? And they're only going to be able to take 12 people at a time. And then after they take those 12 people, there's like three of them, okay? So they're all going to come. They're going to take 12 people at a time. They're going to go and bring them to the planet, and they're going to come back for more. They're going to come back for as much as they possibly can before disaster hits. I get what, mesmerized. What they say. And then the other thing is I have in my dream and it's before i get into the actual realm sleep you know and stuff like that it's like when i'm just going into my dream and stuff just starting out yeah okay um it feels like um i'm on a ship i've been on their ship before and stuff and i've been to their planet it's called planet zeteria zeteria and what's going to happen is we cannot physically go from one planet to another so we have to have indoctrination of their dna inside us so when I was there, I couldn't be on top of the surface that much because I didn't have their DNA inside me. So I had to go underground and I had to stay underground um, because that's what was protecting me and stuff. But then when I did go up to the surface, when they looked at me, they didn't look at me like human. It's like when I was on their surface, it's like I changed 
and I changed into their being. That's very interesting. You know, a lot of these uh, occurrences, they have a lot of similarities between each other, but they seem to have a lot of differences as well. And it seems to be very personal for each person that's having him and has a lot of personal aspects to it. Uh, now, I'm uh, completely agnostic as to what the hell is really going on with UFO and abduction phenomenon, but there seems to be lots of yeah. crossover between this and a lot of other things that are considered paranormal activity or uh, people who are um, being taken in their dreams and talking talking to entities and yes. being told profound things. Uh, and it, it could be UFO, it could be an alien, or it could be a Bigfoot, or it could be something that walks out of the walls or a creature that comes. I think it, it's, it, it, this is just my personal thoughts at this point, that mm -hmm. it appears differently to each person because in a way this phenomenon is connected to our collective consciousness, but it can only appear yes. to each person individually as something that they would understand personally. Uh, yeah, now, that's one aspect that I've been considering that it could be just some sort of like one mass phenomenon that is interacting with each of us differently, or this is the other thing. This one's more nefarious, and I don't really like considering this, but I have to because I've heard this. I've heard plenty of people say this before, people who are uh, supposedly from um, high-level clandestine groups, and they, they don't, they're not involved with it anymore, but they used to be, that people like yourself, not necessarily, not necessarily you, and people who are having contact or abduction-like experiences in their sleep or in their dreams are actually being uh, manipulated by clandestine groups to, to push certain narratives into the UFO community. So they, basically in the nighttime, these uh, three letter agencies are going in maybe not abducting people but projecting things into their mind as they sleep to make them think aliens are coming get them to yeah. further an alien narrative in this community because there is a lot of misconception and there's been a lot of people infiltrating the alien community from three-letter agencies as well and that's something that's yeah. undeniable so there's a lot of considerations that i think of but that's the weirdest one for me <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, yeah, for me, uh, you know, it's uh, when this started happening with you, um, you know, a lot, mm -hmm. um, you know, a couple of years ago when we lived in Thief River Falls and then moved to Red Lake Falls. Uh, what a coincidence that uh, literally right next to us is a 5G tower. And so, you know, it's one of the things that I've been thinking about uh, studying 5G and the effects on uh, the human brain and this and that, you know. What you touched on about projecting things into the mind, into the dreams, um, is not beyond reality uh, with this 5G technology, uh, and especially uh, literally being outside our window both times yeah. uh, in both cities. And these things are popping up, you know, hidden by uh, literally like pine trees. You know, you can't see them. You have to look real hard, uh, you know, or by uh, silos. We have a lot of uh, you know, uh, farming and things around here, and they, they, they mix them in to where you can't see, you know, and uh, yeah, just it seemed like within a, a, a day or two, uh, literally like uh, four or five just popped up whoop, out of nowhere and uh, overnight. So yeah, yeah. Um, I really think there's a lot to do with 5G technology, uh, radio waves, and uh, yeah. But a um, lot more things are happening to me way before the 5G came well, up. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've you know, had I've had so-called dreams of uh, white angels and black angels fighting each other in the sky. 
and here's the thing is like when they fight each other and stuff it it um the white prevails every time okay so the good essentially and here here's the weird thing about it that i can't explain all right so i had um i had seen them up in the sky and then there's a big glass uh dome type thing or whatever and i'm inside this glass dome okay and i'm watching them fight and then all of a sudden hermelius and that's supposed to be one of my guardian angels comes to me and he send he gives me a pocket watch and uh you know before i went to sleep i was so afraid that i wasn't going to get up in time for my divorce you know and stuff and what happened is in in the dream or whatever it was you know they turned back the pocket watch and i woke up literally 15 minutes before my alarm hello friends Have you heard of PEMF or Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Technology? I want to tell you a little bit about the Centropics Cloud. The Centropics Cloud is an at-home bioresonance frequency device. With the cloud, you can protect yourself and optimize your wellness anywhere you go. It supports molecular activation, energy, endurance, performance, rapid recovery, mental acuity, stress reduction, sleep management, deep relaxation, and much more. The cloud has the most effective frequency range of any at-home bioresonance frequency device. With the cloud, you'll experience up to 20,000 amplitudes per second through eight large coils and reach a wider molecular range in the body. Regenerate your batteries and keep your inner vital forces at full speed with the Centropics Cloud. Just visit GetTheFrequency.com or click the link in the description to take control of your health today. Ah, that's Man, that's really interesting. Uh, I've had plenty of guests that have spoken about being taken to different places not only in their sleep but maybe just if they have missing time or they're daydreaming and they in the daydream they end up going somewhere else and it becomes more real than the daydream and then they have end up missing time uh and i think that this is something more common than people think where they're actually their consciousness is being taken somewhere else they're actually interacting with something uh even though their physical body's still here and maybe uh being uh noticed or 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 portrayed as just doing something else uh, while your consciousness is off exploring and having interactions I think this is happening a lot more uh, often than people think and people are confusing it for like mental illness and things like that right you know and and another thing is too uh, you know you hit it right on the head with the fact that uh, this is probably happening to Mm -hmm. a lot more people than you think because uh, people are afraid they've been made uh, afraid to come out and talk about this type of yeah, stuff yeah. that it's just way too crazy mm-hmm. or, or you sound like a lunatic or something mm-hmm. along those lines and and they are just afraid but within the past couple of years now finally finally people are stepping forward uh and and mentioning the things that have happened to them or the experiences that are happening to them and i think that's great i think that's wonderful more and more people need to come out about these things and just yeah, as you said, yeah. it happens a lot, but um, we don't know about it. I've also seen visions, like in 2025, there is supposed to be um, something kind of, it's very similar to, um, we're going to, like like a civil war, we're going to be fighting in our own country <laughs> against each other, okay? And there's going to be a one world order that is going to be started where there's a one religion and that's it. Not only that, 
there is going to be, I believe it was only 45% of the population is going to be left after this war. And that <laughs> is in 2025. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've, you know, uh, when it comes to, to predictions and, and things like massive events that, that people are talking about, um, I, I always take everything like that with a grain of salt because I have to, because yeah. I've had plenty of guests in the past that have predicted lots of things that never happen. Yep. Now, with right. all right. this stuff happening right now, it's such a slow roll um, compared to the past couple of years where things have kind of sped up and we're seeing agendas that are taking off and going in different directions, but not only that uh, they're they're being pushed harder than ever uh oh, yeah. it, it before that we've seen this slow roll of things like the you know what we call the new world order and the agendas that were behind that slowly being passed in front of us now after 2020 with covid and everything that's happened after that it's like there has been a deliberate attempt to to really pump the gas on a lot of the dystopian agendas to create a, a one-world government, social credit system, slave system, um, transhumanism, all the things that they're they're pushing right now. Uh, they're really putting the gas, and it seems like it is possible that we could have some kind of really major cat cataclysmic event, uh, uh, civil war, uh, unrest within the next yeah. couple a few years because we're already seeing we're seeing it being pushed that way uh, definitely yeah. the powers in control definitely are trying attempting to get some sort of mass uh, event oh, to, to occur and they're faking events left and right but these are fake events and people are seeing through them so what's the next step it might be a real cataclysmic event which you know we all have to be ready for but then again you know I, I don't give it energy and I don't want to you know try and perpetuate right. anything like that Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. You don't want to fear monger or anything like that. Yeah, but, exactly. But, you know, it, it, yeah, you can't help but think nowadays that, yeah, there is some sort of agenda going on, obviously. I think we've all figured that out. Um, it's, it, it, I mean, within the last, I would say, four or five months, it's being pushed extremely hard. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's really getting bad out there. So, yeah, you do have to take things with a grain of salt. But yeah. uh, uh, as well, uh, there's just about anything is possible at this point the, the the weird interesting thing is that my grandmother is um she is ojibwe indian and she when my when my grandpa died she said that she saw a white wolf appear at the bottom of her bed and then she knew that that was grandpa and stuff and then i've had ancestors that uh will not even speak of their experiences that, that they've had when they were awake or sleeping or anything like that. So, I mean, I don't know if it's a pattern or not, but I do know that it is, um, whatever it is, it is connecting me to a lot of, uh, unexplained. Not only that, I mean, I'll have people that will just come out of the blue or whatever. And, and just, you know, one girl came out of the blue, she didn't even know us or anything. And she asked to pray for my daughter because my daughter was having back surgery. So she took her rosary out and started praying for her daughter and stuff because she said that she sees that she has a heart of gold and that she is going to be doing a lot of good things in her whole entire life. What's weird you about know? that real quick is that that happened to me for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, which really really shocked me because it, it, it happens to her all the time and then now it's starting to happen to me. Mm -hmm. People are like, uh, you know, can I pray for you? I'm like, sure, absolutely. Uh, but it's it's so it's so strange that yeah. that's happened to you and now it's happening to me as well. Like coming out of the blue, it's very strange, very yeah. odd. Yeah. And 
I'm, I'm not saying that I am special or anything like that. But like I said, from the um, psychics and the um, the numerologists, they say that I have um, a strong energy. I can channel the highest force if I want to. They also, you know, um, they say that my kids are special. There's uh, special abilities throughout from me to my kids and everything. And then that goes to basically, okay, when my stepdad first met me, I was nine years old and he thought that we had a strong connection. And he used to always tell me that I was either his wife in a weird way. I was his wife or I was like his daughter or something in a past life. And it was really weird. And then after that, he would see a lot of uh, gold, um, gold orbs or or whatever, you know, in the corner of the wall. And he'd ask, did you see that? Did you see that? And I was like, no, I haven't seen that. When he finally passed away, the day he passed away, I actually saw that golden orb that he was talking about. And then not only that, my, my son, my youngest son goes up to my mom, grabs her by the arm. And she's, he says, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you your whole entire life. I remember when you fell when you were skating as a young little girl and I held your hand because you were so scared and you wanted, you know, to keep on skating. Mm-hmm. And and this is this is my three year old son who just out of the blue started saying that to my mother. Wow. Like that- like he was someone in a past life or or something was coming through she, on him. She is touched. Something something has touched her without question. I'll put mm-hmm. it that way. Um, you know, these, uh, we can literally sit here, uh, 24 seven talking about these stories and she can't possibly be making these things up. I, at least if you are, that's amazing. But yeah. this is, this is what I hear on a daily basis from her. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very convinced at this point, you know, it could change tomorrow, my perception on things, but I'm pretty oh, yeah. much convinced oh, yeah. right now that we are, we live in multiple realities and that these realities occur at the same time and that timelines could intersect and shift or we could uh, take our current timeline and put it on a completely different trajectory. And from what I've heard, I've had plenty of guests that say that we have the ability to actually switch the timeline that we're on through out-of-body experiences and different forms of meditation, which I don't doubt. I've, I've had uh, plenty of prominent guests tell me that they changed their actual the trajectory of their timeline that they were going on, and they had a choice to come back to a different timeline through an out-of-body yes. experience. Now, if that's true, if we're experiencing multiple different realities, thousands of different realities at the same time, a lot of what we maybe consider as this paranormal activity or what we're seeing as ghosts or uh, entities could be just different versions of ourselves or our other people on these different timelines that are kind of in interacting and bleeding in through ours that's yes. a, you know another yes. consideration yeah no i understand completely on that one no i, I thoroughly believe in the uh yeah block universe theory and things like that yeah. so um yeah that is something that i took into consideration myself that portals are being opened i think we we don't see them okay no, we we're no. all we're all smashed together like a sandwich and uh we you know there could be somebody looking at me right now talking to me or trying to get my attention i simply can't see them because i'm not on the same level as they are um you know i'm not not able to see the portal door or whatever have you uh, i'm not in their dimension so then, then um, again the ghosts that i'm seeing and stuff like that i suppose you know could be someone from my past life that's trying to connect with me too you know <laughs> you don't know i mean it, it's so broad I mean, of an area because of the fact that, okay, they have believed that our consciousness still lives on after we die. Mm -hmm. And I believe 
that there are different parts in our consciousness that we can actually that we can actually um connect to and we do that by the part of uh meditation that we can connect to certain parts of our consciousness whether it's creativity part whether it's the spiritual part whether it's the religious part what whatever but i believe that that's how it is and i believe that's how our consciousness is made up mm. is all of this spirit you know and all this stuff as well now how do you guys uh feel about the times we're in uh and we just kind of briefly touched on a lot of the nefarious agendas that are at play from possible depopulation to transhumanism to social credit and human slavery everything that we have been seeing uh rear its head out into uh the mainstream and more people realize what's actually happening behind the scenes uh do you do you see a lot of more people actually on the right side of things now and coming around and do you have hope for where we're headed <laughs> well, to be honest, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, she has her 2025 theory and, and things of that nature, but, you know, uh, I, I'm, I, I look at what's happening, you know, around me uh, real time. And, you know, I think we're aimed um, in a direction that we, we can't change at this point. I, right. think, I think World War III is something that uh, we are all going to be involved with. I think that is, uh, as a matter of fact, just around the corner. Uh, if you look at all the uh, the signs out there, they're all there. You can see everything. It's very clear, um, and it's going to be it's going to be Russia siding with China against the United States. And so, I think if anything were to be coming true anytime soon, it is going to be World War Three. Out of everything that you hear, and um, and I don't think it's going to be the same type of situation where. In the Cold War, we had a situation where it was nuclear deterrent. We don't have nuclear deterrent anymore. It's almost a free-for-all in that regard. And uh, people are freely, uh, you know, throwing the word out nuclear and nuclear weapons and this and that from Putin uh, to, to China. And, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I can already see they're spreading it out. The way they're going to do it is, you know, we're going to have a battle in China and Taiwan. We're going to have to be there. We're going to have to, you know, get the Pacific fleets over there. Then we're going to have a battle, most likely on the border of Poland, mm -hmm. okay, uh, because we're going to take the Baltics. I would assume that it would be a surprise. We're going to take the Baltics. And then they're going to come down and try to take Poland and all the uh, former Soviet states. Alaska. So, and, and, and then, of course, yes, they've come straight out and said that uh, Alaska is ours and we're taking it back. Mm -hmm. So uh, now there's three points uh, that we'd have to be worried about. Um, what a amazing you know, military move, to be honest with you, because it'll spread out our forces, which are already depleted, um, already having problems. I think uh, we've only met about 55% of our recruiting uh, military-wise this right. year, which is usually done by now. Um, so we're going to be spread real thin. And then you have, uh, you know, we live here in, you know, upper Minnesota, yeah. right next door to us is Grand Forks, North Dakota, and we have a Chinese company that's moving in. Now, I know when I have an enemy that I hate and don't like, uh, I tell them to move into my spare bedroom immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know where this idea of having your uh, foreign adversaries move into the country and do work and bring their employees over um, uh, came from. But, I, you know, it's do you see Russian uh, things on the side of the road uh, no. on a daily basis? No. No, it's um, Chinese. So, and the, the unique thing about it is, is that 
a lot of these uh, Chinese facilities that are going up that are like what raising chickens and things yeah, of that nature yeah. are literally uh, usually within 30 to 60 miles of a important Air Force base. Uh, for instance, here in uh, North Dakota, it's right next to Grand Forks Air Force Base. 12 miles. 12 exactly. miles to be exact. Yeah. Um, and so I would imagine in that scenario is that when everything does go down and we're spread out, um, <laughs> at least the government, uh, the government that we have in place now, uh, doesn't believe that uh, those employees will become soldiers and were soldiers and ambush uh, these bases uh, where there will be relatively, you know, zero uh, protection. Um, mm. So it, 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 we'd be attacked within our borders, ambushed within our borders, and by the time we could do anything about it, uh, they could literally, you know, have us uh, uh, on the edge of, uh, you know, we'll blow up your ICBMs in their silos or mm. something, you know, end the war now, or, you know, we'll be occupied by China or Russia, you know, something like that. And you believe that it's going to happen very, very soon, and I, I, believe, I believe it's I believe it's right around the corner. I don't think people realize how serious of a situation it is. Mm. Um, it's, you know, we've been so just desensitized to so much, you know, especially the past, I would say, you know, 10 years or so, um, that people don't recognize uh, problems or issues or serious matters anymore. And, uh, you know, especially today's generation. Uh, but, you know, these guys mean business and whatever they want to do. And uh, and they're they're ready to do it. They're ready to go. And the signs are there, and I think we're all going to be taken by surprise, you know, at least a lot of us. And yeah, well, I definitely think that is a uh, that's a huge possibility. But the way I think about it is a little bit different. I think conventional okay. warfare is is over. I think that this is just my right. opinion. I think that they've already destroyed America from the inside. They've already um, weakened a lot of our youth and men, and that they're going to continue to just infiltrate and take it over from the inside by keeping on buying up every, all the properties that they're doing, using BlackRock to continue to to buy up everything else uh, that that has value, so that they own everything and it's uh you know i think that it's still even though uh, on the outside, they're portrayed as enemies. I think it's a, it, it is a giant club that we're not a part of, and I think in in right. secret rooms and meetings, they're all scratching each other's backs and patting each other on the butt, right. saying, "Oh, who's going to attack each other? Who's going to attack who now?" Um, yeah. I don't know if they're going to go the route of nuclear war because um, you know I think they want to take over this planet for themselves, and I don't know if they'd destroy it in that way just to to take it over. After I think they've already just their plan is just destroy it from the inside, weaken us to where we can't fight back and we don't want to uh, keep moving forward with the transhuman agenda to where we'll end up just plugging ourselves into machines and not giving a shit about what else is going on <laughs> right. around us. But, right. you know, again, we they could just go the route of let's just annihilate everything and attack America and take them out and just uh, start and, it that way. That, you know, I, I'm, you that, know I, I don't know either way. I, I, I can, it's a consideration. That's, you know, I, you know, I thought about it long and hard myself too, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, as far as Russia goes, I, I thoroughly believe that there's Soviet strings being pulled in the back. We've all heard about this in the movies and things like that. Uh, I think it's actually happening. Uh, Putin up until, uh, you know, recently the last year or so, uh, he acted a certain way. He had a certain, uh, you know, attitude about him. Uh, when this, this war uh, uh, began in Ukraine and before, slightly before, uh, you saw a drastic uh, change in his attitude. Um, you know, there's a lot of 
uh, CIA uh, analysis and intelligence, you know, that, right. that watch for this type of stuff, movements and, and the way you act and how you talk and things of that nature, uh, even how you dress, uh, whatever have you. And it seemed like he, he was changed in some sort of manner, uh, almost within a month or so. And with that, I, I think for 33 years, there's been uh, hatred within the Kremlin, uh, you know, going back to the fall of the Berlin Wall, uh, and they have finally gotten control, uh, and they're pulling uh, uh, Putin strings, and they do, uh, I would say, want to just eliminate the West uh, with just so much hatred uh, that that's, you know, the threatening of nuclear weapons, that the time, this is, this is, I mean, it didn't even get to this point in the Cold War, mm -hmm. you know, so it's the only thing I can see is that it is just this pure hatred of what happened. And the only way that I, I believe that could happen is if the, there were Soviet strings in the background uh, pulling, like communist strings. And uh, that's why I believe, you know, the conventional war, sure that's going to take place it's taking place in ukraine uh but i think it's going to level up a lot quicker than people think and i think uh, uh the bottom line they're not going to stop and and if we continue to go they will push the red button and uh and cause a lot of problems for the west and europe right. and i don't think they care much right. i really don't uh, so, so Daniel, let me ask you a question. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you think that uh, when Apophis first came into view Ooh, again, um, that maybe there was a strong energy from Apophis that shifted the earth? Because Apophis is actually, um, in Greek mythology, it's a Greek god. And the Greek god, a destroyer. Is, he's actually known as, yes, the destroyer. He's known as um, almost like a demon. Um, he's known for chaos and disaster and heartache mm -hmm. and, and even uh, possible nuclear uh, contact in a way um, is what they're could what, cause nuclear what they kind of say is it could yeah. cause uh, you know certain um, circumstances massive devastation and, let's put and, it that way yeah yep. so do you think that maybe Apophis you know isn't going to hit us but their ener the energy from Apophis is shifting our Here, earth here's here's the deal with Apophis since you brought up uh, okay so well, no do you think that though what's that do you think possibly there was a mega major shift from apophis coming back into our atmosphere could have been. and could have, could have been. that's no. why we're into all of this chaos happening that's why no. russia is no, no, all of a no. sudden I, I don't, no, I don't changing their ways putin's changing it's their not ways, a, i don't i don't know? think it's a, i don't think it's a, like a 1987 sci-fi movie so it's, it's <laughs> uh, what, what i think is that uh, with Apophis, uh, since you touched on it, yes. Um, that again, uh, major paper trail there. Okay, uh, you know it was funny watching the Super Bowl two years ago. They had a commercial uh, uh, for a beer company that showed an astronaut. Okay, literally showed the date uh, of April thirteenth, twenty twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, and in the background, there was a massive asteroid destroying the Earth. And I, I remember that was the first time I started really investigating uh, Apophis. And I, I couldn't believe my eyes that it was uh, right in front of me. Yeah. And that they're saying, hey, look, here it is. This is what's going to happen. And then magically within the past couple of years, because uh, an asteroid the size of Apophis, if you look on the, uh, the asteroid uh, uh, index of uh, damage and things and, and uh, how you need to uh, prepare, I, I, the, the name uh, slips away from me at this point right now. Right. But um, anyway, 
it, it told them for this type of asteroid, it would need a, a 10 year period to prepare for it. Okay, so it's funny how uh, they started doing asteroid uh, tests in New York City yeah. and multiple other cities. What would happen if an asteroid hit a major city? Um, they even had actors and everything. They called, right. they called the police units out and fire departments and all that stuff. Um, and then, uh, uh, of course, uh, the bunkers that are being built like crazy around the United States, mm -hmm. um, uh, the seed storage, which has been around for a while, but I noticed that it is being uh, a lot more has been going there. Right. Um, and then, of course, uh, NASA even coming out with uh, there was a lady who said that uh, asked uh, um, a NASA official, uh, would you ever uh, tell anybody if uh, there was a catastrophe coming towards our way, an asteroid, you know, and specifically like Apophis? And she said, well, um, you know, what if I told you that your home uh, was going to be completely destroyed, okay, like devastated in six months, mm -hmm. um, but you still have to pay your mortgage, would you? And then she turned around and kind of gave a giggle and walked away. <laughs> so it, it's like, wow, so, you're, so you just taught, you, you basically told us, no, we, we're not going to tell you because we're not going to cause mass you know, panic and, and we need some money still flowing. Like, it's just like, wow. So these things start popping out at me. The longer I've been doing this now, I, I can pick these things out like crazy. Right. It's right there in front of you. They always say like movies, uh, you know, perhaps tell you, uh, you know, events that might happen 15, 20 years later. Um, you know, it's funny if you just watch, you know, really focus, you can really, really see what the possibilities lay in front of you. Just by watching how people speak, uh, the direction they're moving in, all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's that's that's my thought on Apophis. I you know, I, well, I think it's on its way here. They think it's on the way here, and that's why they've been doing the test. I think they just did the test of mm -hmm. uh, trying to knock an asteroid uh, out. To, uh, I forgot the name of it, uh, but uh, yeah, they're they're preparing for that. They think something's up with Apophis in uh, 2029. I'm at a weird place with space in general, man. I'm uh, reached yeah, a very agnostic place. I know that I know that NASA has basically lied about everything they showed us. Most of the stuff they show us is fake. The moon landing was yep. completely fake. Nothing about that yeah. is real. Yep. So I'm not a flat earther, but I am definitely not a traditional space model guy either anymore. Uh, so much has tainted my view of what they portray. Uh, I have yeah. no idea if what's beyond our atmosphere, if we can get out there, what the hell's going on with space. I don't claim to know, but I do know that everything we've been told is a fabrication, and there is something definitely high strange going on, especially with uh, NASA rocketry, what they're doing with the rockets. It seems like some kind of obelisk worship. It's, it's some, they're, they're, yeah. there's, there's occult roots in NASA and, and the rocketry in general that has nothing to do with space exploration, so there's a lot of nefarious things and weird high strange yeah. shit going on with that, too. Mm -hmm. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. is. The well, Illuminati controls everyone. Well, here's the thing know, that I, made I mean, me... I mean, the Illuminati was... Uh, they say it was a secret society, but we all know it's a cult. Okay? And they were kicked out of England, and then they tried to come over here to America, and George Washington, our, you know, the very first president said, no, you're not coming over at all. So they had to find a way to disguise themselves. And I believe that's why they've disguised themselves uh, with the mercenaries, 
because the mercenaries are actually, uh, you know, the, the masonaries, you know, and stuff like that. They're oh, at, the masonaries, okay. excuse me, yeah, I'm like, not mercenaries, what? masonaries, sorry. Um, but anyways, they are actually involved in, you know, children's hospitals. So they're into the health care. They're everywhere, essentially. They're, they're, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. So I think that it's the Illuminati. It's a great big conspiracy uh, theory, a lot of people say, but I do strongly believe the Illuminati is behind a lot of this stuff that we're seeing. Could be. Yeah. I could mean, be. you could say Illuminati. I think Illuminati is a broad term that, that people are yeah. misunderstood greatly. I think there are different secret societies, different sects. I don't think there's one uh, cult that comes from the Illuminati. I think it's uh, plenty of different secret societies branched out over the years. There was the Bavarian yeah. Illuminati originally, but there, I believe that uh, mm. there there are high-level clandestine groups that 100% control our perception in the media and corporations oh, and gosh, things that yeah. are going on right now. Yeah, and they've been in control, high power for a lot of, a long time. And there are high-power magical orders that also have heavy influence and are able to actually affect uh, certain events that are occur in our modern time. I believe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. correct. I, I, you know, I yeah. really believe that. Um, you know, um, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick, though, is mm -hmm. that uh, to finish that uh, Apophis uh, thing, uh, back in, uh, uh, I believe it was uh, November uh, 11th of uh, 2011, uh, is when we had that uh, small asteroid comet or whatnot passing between us and the moon, uh, and we also coincided with the first test of the emergency uh, alert notification system, not the EAS. Uh, which people hear on you know a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. uh, the notification system is where the president uh, can come on live. Uh, he can tap in live immediately if there is something so serious that he needs to get to the public immediately. Uh, so hence uh, we had this uh, this big project of this testing this thing out for you know apparently no reason. This was the first time they needed to do it. It coincided with uh, the day that the asteroid and comet was going to pass at its closest point between us and the moon, which I think was about eleven thousand miles and there was a specific keyhole to pass through uh, and if it did so we would only have a certain amount of time to understand if it was going to hit earth or pass um i mentioned denver airport yeah. uh there and when you mentioned illuminati it was funny because president obama uh was there at uh, 2 p.m uh mountain time okay. uh with a lot of his uh administration officials uh, doing some sort of press conference. Uh, I don't know what it was about, but it definitely took about an hour or two. And the funny thing about Denver Airport is that, of course, everybody says, you know, that's attached to Illuminati and this and that, mm -hmm. and they have underground bunkers, yep. okay? Yep. You know, I think that they didn't have a single clue if this thing was going to hit us or not. They told everybody, you and your friends, if you remember correctly, to be there. Tell your buddies, tell your family, be there, watch the TV, listen to the radio, all this cool stuff. We're testing the system out. Um, and it was live and direct to Obama. He could come on. And, and, and once he was informed that it uh, you know, Matt, uh, went past the keyhole or hit the keyhole. Um, and uh, even the big, the big X that was on the Google map uh, outside of uh, Alaska and the military drill, uh, pack wave 11. Yeah. Uh, which was a real world event. Uh, if a asteroid hit the Pacific Ocean, what would we do? Yeah. Stand by for orders. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it's, it, it just goes with what I was saying is that, uh, no, they won't tell us at all if something's going to happen. Yeah. So that only took a few seconds to piece together real quick. Mm. Like, wow, 
They didn't know, uh, they didn't know at all. And Obama and his staff, his major staff were there to go right into the bunkers yep. if it did. So, right. yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure our uh, global leaders and, and high-level individuals have fail-safes in underground bases. Uh, oh, I just yeah. wonder if, if the cataclysm is bad enough and say, you know, say we do get hit by an asteroid or meteor or uh, mm. we have a pole shift in, in the crust shifts. I don't know if their underground facilities would even be able to survive anything like that from what I hear. Yeah. If, you, if you look at declassified CIA documents and like the Adam and Eve story, I don't know if you're familiar, familiar with that, but that was a declassified book by a, a scientist who wrote about what would happen if our crust shifted and the earth tilted and there was no survival even if underground there is no one there's no way you could dig a right. deep base enough uh, uh, yeah, you deep enough or strong enough that would survive any of that so I don't know I don't know if they'd be safe right. in their bases well you know you know that's you know that's I actually never heard of that uh, yeah. but um no, that is correct. I, I suppose that uh, most underground bases would be literally destroyed. I don't know. You know, it depends on the cat cataclysm, I guess, too. You know? I, I suppose, yeah. And I'm sure they know a lot more than we do. I know that uh, oh, yeah. they are watching the stars as far as astrology, which I do believe is very accurate. I think mm -hmm. that uh, astrology can basically predict events and uh, show us very important aspects of our own lives and everything that we're headed based on the position of the stars and planets yeah. or what it's we perceive as stars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's trackable. Yes. You can connect it with things that's happened in the past. But it, all, it also, yeah, coincides with major events and uh, exactly. past cataclysms as well. Uh, anything yeah. that could uh, cause a, uh, I guess, massive ripple in our, uh, in our consciousness is able yeah. to be predicted from astrology. Yeah, I yeah. believe that thoroughly. Yeah. 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 You know, um, Obviously, I have a great love for, uh, you know, uh, stars and all that. Uh, we're blessed to be out here in northern Minnesota. So we have some wonderful views, and I can tell you that. But, uh, you know, um, you know you're, you're the, you know, speaking of stars and astrology, <laughs> I just thought about that. Uh, well, what, what, what do you take on, on that, the, the stars and astrology? You, you know, um, it is so true because if you look at the history of actually how the horoscopes came about, they actually had um, a, a built-in, um, uh, is it Solarian? Uh, um, you know, where you, you can explore from the, the top of the... Um, oh, road, Stellarium? Uh, Stellarium, yeah, the road, yeah, yeah. you know. So you Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So they had a built-in Stellarium, and that's when that's how they actually determined a lot about your horoscopes and everything is by looking at the placement of the stars and stuff like that yeah, yeah. absolutely oh yeah so it, they say it's all written in the stars i mean it it, it comes from uh the greek the greek, greek mythology says that it's all written in the stars you know egyptians they believe in afterlife you know so it, it's all going back into the the uh, sky back into the stars back into you know, seems space. that there's a major yeah, connection with stars space you know mm -hmm. other whatever galaxies this and that mm -hmm. it has a major connection with things that happen here on earth yeah and, the, like and the way the planets are actually positioned actually have a big huge uh reaction or connection to a person's um uh energy mm -hmm. yeah. okay yeah yeah energy yeah. so like Okay, let's say if there's a full moon, 
your child can act out like they're going through terrible twos and stuff like that, like crazy. It makes it makes their energy out of control when there's a full moon. So you, you definitely think there's something there with yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I definitely think that uh, the position of the planets and stars can affect a lot about our energy for sure. Now I want to shift a little bit for the uh, for yeah. the last few minutes that we have. Uh, in your notes, you sent me stuff about what's going on with the um, the transgender movement and the agendas going on behind that, and you guys have some thoughts about that. So, what do you guys think about what's going on here? That's correct. Um, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> It's, it's pretty wild. Of course, you know, the, the left has been pushing, you know, some pretty outrageous things, yes. uh, especially within the past two years, obviously taking control of the government, um, you know, from having drag queens in schools, yeah. uh, which everybody knows is a necessary thing, um, you know, to uh, forcing these uh, children, you know, at young ages to have these uh, horrific surgeries. Stripper poles yeah. in schools, yeah, forcing Stripper kids yeah. to, to have <laughs> surgeries and, and um, identify as something that they're not, yeah. House parties and, and, you know, just this wild, outrageous stuff that you, you would find in, like, downtown New York in, like, 1978 at night, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, it, it, it just, it's unbelievable. It's still, it to is. me, to this day, yeah. uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to put my, my, you know, I can't, it's hard for me to fathom that this is actually, like, a thing that's happening. Um, but it definitely exposes uh, what the left has been all about for quite a while now. Um, going back to Epstein's Island, uh, Bill Clinton's pictured on the wall dressed like a lady. Um, I mean, it's it's something they find fun and interesting. Um, but it is mutilating our children. It's yeah. uh, it is damaging uh, teenagers' minds uh, chemically. Uh, they're taking drugs now that are chemically screwing with them and uh, doing surgeries, multiple surgeries. Yeah. Um, that are having effects uh, to the point where they're usually uh, dying within the 10 to 15 years. Mm. Um, and it's, it's a, just a horrible, nightmarish scenario where it, it falls back into the category of uh, depopulation again. Right. But okay. I so, could be experimental too. In a way. It, uh, well, you could be. But no. here's the experiment is the, that they, well, the depopulation. See, yeah, well, that can be one. But see, the experimental part, I believe, is that um, they're actually trying to experiment to see how um, our body can take a well, interchange pieces like, like that, getting us I ready mean, for the possible biotechnology to come nah, and yeah, changing us into that. possibly AI. I, you know, it's, I know. I, you know, I, I think that uh, I think this is for uh, certain groups uh, or people uh, their their own pleasure. Yeah. And, uh, well, I agree. Know. I think they are biologically. I think they have been for a while. They've been changing us on, on our DNA level, on a biological level, with the food that definitely, they've been serving us, yeah. the air, even the pharmaceuticals, of course, and what we're seeing lately, of course, with these experimental gene therapies. I think it's another level of uh, human alteration, human DNA alteration, to yes, yeah. maybe make it easier for us to uh, be integrated with our biology with some kind of machinery, a technology. And I think yeah. that's the whole idea is to make us less than a man or a woman and more just of a thing that can be merged and controlled. Right. They, they yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's be a socialist. You know, essentially yeah. that's what it is. They want you to be this 
this one thing that is essentially nothing but uh you know as one but altogether you're something uh but it's it's just um the damage that it's doing though uh like i said to these children and things like that it, it's taking away uh their ability to you know be what they want go through normal processes in life and then taking away power from the parents for example um forcing children to do these things uh or, or not having the parents involved whatsoever uh and next thing you know you're going to jail for it like that bc gentleman uh that said yeah. no i'm not allowing you yeah. to stick whatever you're sticking into my daughter to turn her into a man and they took that and said no we're going to do it it's a medical yeah. thing we we have control of the situation right so it's it's another thing that if you let go uh it, it's just more power to them okay, okay? Uh, in another way, I believe it's another method of depopula uh, depopulation because right. these these people are dying. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fact. They're dying from this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And right. then you go to the uh, the issues of now bacteria mm -hmm. that is seemingly every week there's some sort of recall on food or drink or something of that nature. Yep. Then you had COVID, uh, a shandemic, yep. uh, you know, that uh, caused a lot of issues, which essentially to me, uh, it was just a really, really bad flu. Uh, COVID virus, of course, is, you know, that that's natural. You catch uh, coronavirus uh, all the time and, you know, you can test as much as you want. It'll be in your system. It won't be in your system. Uh, you catch it just like the cold or the flu. But this this form of uh, coronavirus was, uh, you know, a man-made, obviously, um, uh, virus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I believe it was made in the Wuhan lab uh, and it was purposely let out, um, uh, you know, I think there was a deal made between specific people in the United States government, specifically the Democrats uh, and some uh, professors at some esteemed schools uh, that were sending $50,000 payments to China and things like that, China nationalists. And uh, magically, uh, you know, after this was all worked out, uh, boy, those Hong Kong pro-American uh, riots ended pretty quick. Mm. And then next thing you know, America is shut down by uh, this form of coronavirus, which baffled me. And I said, man, coronaviruses, you know, everybody catches that and nobody worry about this. Uh, obviously, it was it was messed with uh, man-made. Uh, this was actually something that the U.S. military uh, in the 70s uh, actually developed uh, due to the fact that the, you know, the Soviet Union had threatened the United States with putting smallpox on ICBMs and launching them over here mm -hmm. and waging biological warfare. So we were we were pretty dirty back in the day, so we said, okay, well, we'll make something that's extremely spreadable, uh, easy to get, and we will weaponize it. So you think that everything's A-OK, -okay, but uh, 5 to 10 to 15 years down the road, you're slowly dying as each of your organs slowly start to fail, and you die a horrible feeling death. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And their goal was to have those people also walk past the borders, go into other uh, communist territories and states, uh, and bring it right with them, giving it to their friends and their family. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so, and then, and then of course, you know, that was one part of it. Mm -hmm. And then of course the fear, the fear that you put in everybody with that, the, the coronavirus, that you must get these shots. And I call them shots because it's, it's not a vaccine. There's nothing in it that you can call it a vaccine. No. But the shot, you have to get the shot, was just another level. Because if you notice the people that have gotten the shot, a majority have passed away from stroke, heart attack. Uh, look at Justin Bieber, for example, and his wife, facial uh, paralysis. Uh, you know, it, it's it, and then all of a sudden out of the blue, I don't know about you, but I've never heard about, uh, uh, you know, sudden adult uh, death syndrome. Yeah. I know I've heard about the little children, yeah. but healthy young athlete adults passing away for no reason. 
of heart right. attacks and things of that nature. Right. So it's just another scale of eliminating us depopulation, I think, is the main goal of that. And, and yeah. I, do, I do agree with you, Daniel, to a point. I do think that depopulation is going on. But I also yeah. do think that a lot of this, you know, the coronavirus, you know, anytime you put a virus in your body or whatever, it breaks down your body and stuff like that. Well, yeah, so absolutely. I think what it's doing, it, what they want to do is they want to, number one, they want to try and de depopulize us, but then they also want to break down our immune system. Well, that's what the shots are doing. You know, well, no, even the COVID that's, did that. The too. COVID the did it. Then you breaking get, then down you your immune shots, system yeah. and everything like that. So then what they're doing is they're learning how to basically alter our DNA with the with the COVID shot. And some people are rejecting it and some people are taking it, you know, and I think it's all just the whole process of their next step into bio, you know, perhaps. engineering you know what, and, and perhaps, stuff I'm like not going to say you're know. wrong. Also, um, with them attacking our children is it's just kind of like in a way um, the, the Nazis and the Jews, you know, and stuff like that, you know, um, you've got older, Jewish. old, the Jewish, you know, the older people and stuff like that. They didn't uh, agree with a lot of things going on and stuff, but then your children, you know, they're so innocent and so pure, but they listen to everything, you know, and stuff like that. So they, know they want you that, to turn one way. Yeah, they want you yeah. to turn so, one way. So they know Which, that they can't get, you know, the adults on board here and stuff. So what they want to do in order to continue their project or whatever it is, they want to try and, you know, destroy it's simply their gotten children's to the point minds where, where that and generation, their bodies and stuff like that so they can continue on with their next part. That generation has been around now. They're going on 30 and, and you know, 35 years old. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they have gotten to that point now, uh, and now they're doing these other methods and things to uh, continue that change, uh, yep. like, a, like a communist manifesto in a way. Yep. They, 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 you know, it's going to be this way, and that's it. And facts don't count, and blah, blah, blah. Going backwards. Going, going backwards, backwards absolutely going backwards society. in multiple aspects. Yep. So you know, go back from the the racism, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, I thought that was all taken care of with uh, Martin Luther King Jr. You know, talking to us and you know talking to them, and it was all taken care of that way with the movements and everything. Um, slavery that was all taken care of way back in the day. You know, it, it seems it's, like it's all coming back up. It's it's you know it, it's it, like a <laughs> it is a it is it you know and God forbid somebody yeah. say this you know but. Uh, and, you know, a form of uh, reverse uh, racism, oh, mm -hmm. that's not possible, but it is, uh, uh, you know, for example, me and you, uh, you know, we're the most hated racist people on earth, apparently. And, and, and as a matter of fact, we, we were born with that. And, uh, you know, even though I say no, I'm not racist whatsoever, I, I am. I just, I don't even know it. So I must be taught this thing that I'm just a super bad person and you must be eliminated from society yeah okay don't ever write a paper about that to your professor though because you will automatically get an f because i did a paper on reverse racism well. he said it does not exist he doesn't want to see me write anything no, like of course this again not, and he gave me an f for the whole entire class not just the paper for the whole entire class he but critical race theory is okay yeah. So, well, well, one of the easiest things that is allowing all of this to happen is because mental illness has been normalized as something that yes. most people yeah. are. That's just normal for most people, and that yep, people yep. who have critical thinking and are actually the sane ones are being considered insane, shunned, the uh, yep. conspiracy theorists uh, when exactly. we're actually just critical thinkers. So uh, it's upside down world and bizarro world. But I have hopes. I think that there are a lot more of us, the critical 
thinkers, the the people who are on the right side of history, who actually right. uh, think for themselves. I think there are a lot more of us, and they'll never let us know that through the mainstream media no, or anything no. like that. They uh, they want us to think that we are the majority, and they want us to be scared that we're going to be shunned from society. When I think it's the opposite. I think there are more of us, and all we have to do is just stand up stand and up. make it make it known. Just stand up, make yeah. it known, and that would that would yeah. pretty much solve right it. On the head, my yeah. friend. They're intimidated by us, and and that's why they're throwing out all of these uh, diseases well, or, or you know the midterms are right around the corner. Of course, you know that's why they're throwing all this out, so, and that's why they're doing the de- depopulation is because they are intimidated by us. That's why I said that they're going after the young ones because the young ones don't know any better. Right well, now, well, again, you know? you know they're they're doing anything in their power because the midterms are coming up, mm-hmm. uh, and they know that they're going to lose horribly. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah. they don't have much more time. The so only control they have control. left is the mainstream media and social media and corporations yeah. because that's, that's where all it. the money is. That's what they control. Mm-hmm. As soon as they yep. lose control of that, they're done. That's Game the only over. thing they have left is a perception, is an image, yep. and that's yeah. it. You can't portray it anymore. No, right. and it's, it's really funny that you come up with that and stuff because I was going to talk a little bit about the transgender and uh, our medical system. Um, because yeah. what's, what's going on is there's some statistics back here that's okay. So most recent report is from uh, 2013, okay? And they found that uh, Medicare has been denying a lot of claims between uh, from 4.92%, okay? But if you also look into more of the statistics, the transgenders are being covered pretty much by 97% oh, yeah. of insurance. Disabilities you know? Act. Um, the Disability yeah. Act has it, agreed that it is actually um, gender dysphoria is a part of disability. And, it, and it's, it's, it's more there's, you know, I have a horrible back from working on the railroad, yeah. for example, uh, but I'm not as important uh, whatsoever as far mm-hmm. as insurance is concerned or the Disabilities Act uh, than a uh, somebody that has... Instead of it a, being considered a mental illness and maybe having some sort of treatment plan for that, yeah, we just, and, and, uh, we enable it and we say it's yeah. okay to be crazy. It, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and doctors are actually saying that it's only rising all of these uh, transgender surgeries they're yes. only rising and what's going to happen is the medical company is going to pay for that but they're not going to pay for our Again, necessity stuff like if you connected. have to have a back surgery mm-hmm. or connected. a foot surgery or something like that they don't want to dish that out no but then again, they will dish out the transgender surgery. Well, again, it's going to be the people that break free from the medical and pharmaceutical industry that will be the healthiest anyway. Uh, so all we have to do is just uh, do our thing, break free from that, let them go get yeah. all their shots and their boosters and their surgeries, They're and we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see who follow, falls apart first. It, it, yep. it, exactly. Yep. exactly. I guarantee you I think I know who's going to. So all we got to yeah. do is just sit back and wait, and, you know, it'll take we care do. of itself it, anyway. Essentially, that's what we have to yeah. do, and that's what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah, I do like the fact that we've been standing up uh, on, uh, on occasion now, showing that we are there. But yeah, we they are going to self-implode on their own. Yeah. Yes, they so, already are. And that's what I have yeah. hopes, is they are self-imploding. They're making too many sta- mistakes. It's not yep. sustainable. The old system is crumbling, and we're already building our new systems underneath and our own entertainment and farms and communities and all these wonderful things that we're doing as, a, as a community. It's splitting. You're correct. Yep, mm-hmm. It's splitting. You can see the division and happening you already. You don't have a lot of Black Lives Matter and stuff like that after that. Well, of course uh, not. Yeah, it's all crumbling. 
it's all, it's, yeah, up, it's not, you know, he, Kyle Rittenhouse stood the, the, up to the, that the, the narrative has changed. It's, it's, they don't need showed that, now. that you know, you can fight back. The know, narrative is just for them now. They're just showing themselves yeah. this stuff. No one else is paying yeah. attention, and it's not going anywhere, yeah. gaining any traction. So I think it's over it, for them, man. Yeah, it, the, the whole black life, it, it's, you know, these people have been exposed for what they are. Yeah. And, and I'm not sitting here and saying that black lives don't matter whatsoever. That's not no. what I'm saying. No. But the actual organization, if you take the time to look at the organization. It's a bunch of website, rich white dudes at the top. Bingo, bingo, and you know, and and they're living in mansions and all this stuff. They don't care one bit about what they claim to care about. That's just one of many things that people uh, don't understand, and you need to research this stuff instead of allowing mainstream media to tell you this is how it is. Don't worry about looking at that book. Uh, You know, that's a stupid book. We're going to burn it anyway. So you know, it's it's absolutely asinine. But yeah. Well, we live in very important times, and uh, I have in, I'm encouraged about what's going on. I have hope, uh, guys. This was fantastic. Thank you for coming on. Before yes. you head out, let Thank everybody so know. Much. Tell them. Tell a little bit about. Oh, excuse me. Tell us a little bit about Night Talks Radio and where they can find you. Okay. Well, Night Talks Radio, of course, is uh, you said it yourself. Uh, quite similar to your show. Uh, we you know we talk about paranormal. We talk about UFO, UAP, uh, spirituality, obviously. Uh, um, you know, uh, horoscopes, uh, you know, uh, we also mix, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, news as you can probably tell. Um, and we also mix politics yeah. as well. Uh, I said before that we are a wide open sort of, uh, uh, deal. Okay. Yeah. So we could talk about anything on the show. You, you want to go from, like I said, talking politics to the paranormal to UFOs. That is perfectly fine with us. We're wide open. Uh, we're well learned in, in a lot of fields. Um, and you know, it's just, uh, it's a real good feeling to be able to interact with people. I like to hear what they have to say. Um, you know, uh, the stories that they tell, the tales that they tell and the adventures they've been through, uh, just all amazing stuff. And just trying to learn more in general is, is, is just awesome to me. And, and, uh, the research and stuff that we do, you know, has actually opened our eyes to a lot that's happening in our world today. A lot that's happening personally to us the, the as sh- well. I mean, with, uh, um, we have a, a landlord issue and stuff. And Daniel found out that there is a uh, research out there where, landlords you know they're getting well, they're taking help from uh the system you know what i mean and then they're turning around trying to evict you for non-payment and stuff like that it's, because it's a loophole type thing that they think the that show, they're gonna get away the sh- with you know the show has opened our eyes yeah. to a lot of things um that personally affect us and it becomes clear as day uh and we go back to talking left versus right uh, uh the, the the thing that we're involved with now is that um uh, we simply are being discriminated against yep. uh, because of our beliefs and how we are or who we, you know, side with. Um, and it's pretty clear and it's a very serious situation yep. um, to where, you know, we could, all over. yeah, you know, we could, yeah, we could, you know, there's a possibility of being homeless and you don't even, you know, don't, you don't think about this type of stuff typically because no. you don't think it's going to happen uh, that you are the target, but it's happening to a lot of middle-class, lower-class Americans uh, in the United States being taken advantage of by their landlords, their owners, uh, using the system to get uh, to, to get at them for uh, maybe retaliation of some sort or this and that, uh, but they're having their cake and they're eating it too. And, uh, it, it needs to be spread. It needs to be stopped because uh, it's 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 eliminating the middle class. It is making the middle yeah. class unable to bounce back, unable to do what they need to do, um, and that's what they want. 
They yeah. want the elite and they want the lower class. See, right and now, that's it. right now, what they're trying to do is in our in our life right now is they're trying to make us homeless. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we've got like I said, we're we're in a small community. Okay, we're we're in uh, Minnesota, northern Minnesota. It's a small community and stuff. There isn't a whole lot of uh, places and everything to rent and all that stuff. So essentially, you know, if we can't find anything, we're we're going to that's a recession. That's, these guys, these thought, guys you know? think the stuff. You know, they, they time it perfectly. Mm -hmm. They put it, they make it the worst possible situation. Yep. And they're gaining money no matter what. Yep. Okay, you're kicked out, but you still need to pay me yeah. uh, via these other sources and whatnot. And then it screws you from trying to get help later on because you end up owning these companies and things like that. So it, it, it's it, it's being, the, the hole's being dug deeper and you can't get out of it. And, you know, I, I know a lot of attorneys and things like that around the nation are being exposed to it more and more, uh, these type of landlords and owners. This started back in 2020 with COVID, uh, kicking people out, you know, uh, evicting them. Um, but it's, you know, for the people that are really trying to make it and, and do good and they do right, um, you know, and are just struggling through times that are really, really bad, uh, these people are taking advantage. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's horrible. And we want to let people know about that. And I know that it's happening to multiple uh, people out there in America and it needs to be stopped. Yeah. And we're actually going to be starting a GoFundMe account. There will be a GoFundMe. Um, yeah. To try and see if we can gain some funds, you know, we, and, we attempted you know, and stuff to uh, move out, you know, because we really essentially don't have a whole lot here. We put everything into our show and, you know, we live on just a little bit to survive. That's it. We, we, we initially did a GoFundMe for Night Talks Radio yep. to, to help us out, um, but we didn't, we didn't go far with that, but uh, it is to the point where uh, a GoFundMe now uh, could be needed, uh, could be put in place this week due to the things that uh, are happening in our lives personally that will affect the show, our livelihoods, uh, and even our four-year-old uh, little daughter. So yeah. um, this is something that's happening around America, and it needs to be, uh, it needs to be stopped. Yeah, it's sad. So, it's sad. Uh, the left is taking advantage like crazy. Yep. Like they're crazy. destroying our America. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are in a very critical time, and it is time for people to, if they, uh, it's time to stand up if you can and say something. Yeah, um, that is. Um, and then, real quick, uh, yep. Detox Radio, you can hear, uh, of course, on Saturday and Sunday nights, uh, 9.05 Central Time. Okay. And then NTR Daily is sort of that laid back news thing I was talking about. Uh, we do that uh, three hours a day, Tuesday through Thursday, and that is usually uh, 10.35 p.m. Central Time. And all time. heard on what? And all heard, of course, on Spreaker.com and multiple other streaming sites. Yes. Great. Well, thank you guys so much. This was great, and I'd love to talk with you again in the future. Absolutely. Yes. I appreciate big time, brother. Awesome, guys. It was guys. quite enjoyable. Thank you so much. Yeah, Absolutely. had a great time. Until next right. time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. Later. See y'all then. Bye-bye.